Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the she in sensitivity. Oh, sensitivity. 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 She Oh, I don't know. My name is Summer Yeager. That's what the episode's <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. Enjoy. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I have so I actually have so many things to tell you that it picking one right now right. my brain was just like, no. Well, I have one. Okay, great. I have something that I'd like to talk to you about. Yes. Um uh, you're right. I am Joy and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Summer. And I want to talk about the moments you have with your children mm. where you go, okay, so your brain starts thinking, <laughs> how funny is that? Like mm-hmm. what a little eccentric little personality you have yes and you're halfway through that thought and then you go that is undeniably my trait or my (laughs) spouse's trait (laughs) and you're like oh how Mm -hmm. you're so charming and then you're like oh actually you you Mm. you little child just revealed the thing that i do Mm. which obviously sometimes it's not so charming sometimes you're like oh hmm I don't oh, think I have humbled. that level of insight. I think other people have to tell me. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I can't not see it. <laughs> then it's too late. <laughs> but I don't see it. I'm just like, you're just so cute and adorable. And it has nothing to do with me at all. The other day, I heard um, basically this. What I'm saying is this moment, it forces you to recognize things about yourself. Yeah. Yes. Um, As we're learning, I'm not ex- excellent <laughs> at that, I suppose. And uh, the other day I heard Georgia laugh <laughs> evilly. <laughs> and I was like... It was yours. Oh. It was yours. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. She also does like sound effects for everything. Like when, Yeah, that's you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's super you. So, but yes, I uh-huh. have those all the time where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, how funny. Where did you learn that? And then I'm yeah. like, oh. Or she does stuff that Matthew does all the time, too. But uh-huh. your kids are definitely... Well, it's very funny because your kids don't turn out exactly like you. No. Mm-mm. But there are definitely some traits. I think uh, mm-hmm. Janny is shaping up to be a little bit more uh, Summer and Kelly okay. unbothered. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Clementine... I Yeah, Clementine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And Kate... Even Katie, I feel like, shares... um, Kate is so me. Yes. The other day, she Well, and you guys relate... Because she's older, you guys relate Uh on a different level. level. It's so fun. There's like a... Yeah. Even like sort of like she's... You pick out what you wear every day as an adult. Uh And now that she's getting older, she's Mm -hmm. doing that. And so you're... I don't know. Like, you're just more... Well, you asked... I think a couple years ago, you were like asking like your favorite what are your favorite things right. about each of your kids and my answer 
has now come true, which I was like, I just know that when Kate is older, we're just going to be best friends. Right. She's very cool and we're going to be best friends and it's happening. Mm -hmm. But the other day she was watching, oh man, some Disney show Mm -hmm. was on. I don't remember what, I can't remember what it was at this moment, but she was watching it and she was like, that's not love. (laughs) Like I don't even remember what was happening, but like some guy was saying something to a girl and Uh she was like, no. Yeah. Mm." And I was like, oh. Yeah, I think uh, I think both me. of our daughters, I think all of our children will be commentators <laughs> to some extent because uh, we both might have a few opinions about a few things. It felt good to see, right? It right. Felt, I'm like, okay. Well, especially she... so young, and I'm sure that some of the commentary you'll hear come out of her mouth is stuff that, looking back, yeah. you wish you had had that insight as opposed to the one you right actually had yeah. so no, it's good but it's also yeah it's strange to see so i guess i did see it in that moment but right. in some others somebody has to tell me so there have been a few yeah with there's been a few times where i'm like summer <laughs> <laughs> she's that she's doing that because she's you <laughs> It happens to all of us. It really does. All right. Well, hey, welcome back. We, um, I feel like I haven't told you guys in a while that you can buy coffee and support Heart Cry Missionaries. And we are partnering with Mission First Coffee to do that. So if you go to missionfirstcoffee.com slash theologians, just buy some coffee. You're already buying coffee. It's good coffee. And it actually helps support Heart Cry Missionaries. So the whole setup's excellent. You can't we know, lose. We know, you cannot we, lose. We know everyone involved, basically. Yes, we know everyone involved. They're excellent uh, at business. They're excellent roasters. They're It's it's all excellent. Uh, yeah. So that's Mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, first coffee. People say I talk too fast. Dot com <laughs> slash Sheologians. She, it's spelled Sheol. Which, you know, every now and then, <laughs> remember when we first started oh, this weird like endeavor? A, yeah. And people were like, Sheol! And, it, and that, like, dropped off. and every, But every now and then it comes back up. And right. It's just really precious to me. It reminds me of the olden days. <laughs> um, I also want to tell you guys, we have a listener who makes really bomb coloring pages, reformed coloring pages, which, you know, I just feel like... We need to be doing stuff like this right now. Agreed. Your kids need to be coloring the five solas. <laughs> like, Agreed. Just start now. Anyway, she has an Etsy shop and she sells them and she just wanted to offer you guys a discount. So if you go to the Etsy shop, My Northern Designs, you can get 10% off with code Sheologians. So they're really cute. I'm going to be printing some out for my kids. And there's like Reformation Day ones. It's that time of year. Anyways. Yeah, for anyone, we have Reformation parties, so yes. if any of y'all have them too, <laughs> yes, perfect activity yeah. for the children. Yes, exactly. Just you know, in between uh, nailing <laughs> the, theses. the theses on the door, <laughs> yes. kind of a pin the tail on the donkey type game. Have we ever had and eating dirt and worms? The for dirt the di- and worms. worms. Yes, <laughs> I was like explaining all this to somebody the other day who was new to Apologia, and they uh-huh. were looking at me like. I had three heads because what? It's but really is, marvelous. Is and if like... you can have someone dress up 
as Martin Luther and speak yeah. in a German accent the whole night. As Please we do. do. We have someone. Please do. <laughs> Just, it's fun. People are going to ask questions. I don't know if we've ever had like the Halloween discussion, but I also don't know that I'm trying to. Have we? Yeah. I don't know. Someone if out I... there knows if we've done this or not. I don't know. I don't know. I just I think, don't want to. Right. I'm not. It's not something I even care about. <laughs> yeah. I feel the exact same way. I'm really not like I'm not concerned. We don't even I wouldn't even say we celebrate, but I'm not like. um, ant. I'm not against it, but I don't know. Like right. I, I'm also not celebrating like a lot of pagan things or holidays in the way that pagans would have. Right. Celebrated them. Right. I think it's cute when Georgia wears a costume. She's going to be um, baby shark this year. Oh, so I she can't has like a bright that. yellow shark costume. That's and we have be it awesome. because my mom found it at right. like a thrift store and right. it was cheaper and right. still in its package. And I was like, great. She'll be cute. Perfect. She's going to have a f- so much fun. I just don't care. Anyway. But I don't even, yeah. I don't know. Um, we're saying nothing about I'm saying that, nothing. is what we're saying. Here, you know, here's what I want to say today. If you guys could just leave with this one thought. Um, being sensitive is not a personality trait. You it's, mean a good personality trait? No, I don't. I don't. Like, it's not your person. If sensitivity is the main key to your entire personality, like that. This is what I. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to chill out. This is not. You are going to hurt so many sensitive people's feelings right now. Because the whole point is that they're sensitive somewhere. I feel. It's like you're trying. It's like I'm trying. I, I know. It's like you're trying to step on toes. No, but I'm not. Sensitive toes. So, uh, aren't all toes sensitive? They really are. Can we just. They're just little. Toes little. are just little and they're weak and they're weirdly shaped. And, and you can like kick the ottoman in a way that makes you like the, the couch like, can makes you question you. yeah all the other pain yes. you've ever experienced no but i really want to talk about sensitivity right because we live in a time of you know just everybody needs a trigger warning and right. everybody lives in such a way like the the bubbles oh man this is this is matriarchal society right is what we see around us is, everyone has a bubble Yes. If you're not careful, you'll hurt their bubble. You are in your own bubble, so make sure to know what all of your little things and right. bubbles are. Right. I think feeling just constantly unnerved, unsettled, afraid, easily upset, these are not char- these are not Christian characteristics. Right. That's not if you read about what it is to have Christian character, you're not going to find somebody who is just const- who needs trigger warnings bef- around every corner. Right. And well, it's not that they don't care about anyone or anything. Right. Is that their care and concern is filtered through the word. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes, it, according to the word, there are times when you mm-hmm. toughen up. Mm-hmm. And times when you do grieve mm-hmm. with people and all that, but there is a sure. distinction. Whereas nowadays, I think we kind of think we think of compassion as this just ultimate virtue, 
Mm. That's like, we just always need to be caring about what other people are thinking. We always need to be caring about what other people are feeling and we need to care about their experience. And we need, and it's not that that's not true, Mm. um, but it's not the end all be all. That is not how you determine your words and actions towards people. Right. You don't. You don't use their, you don't take someone's sensitivities and create a resume and then act a certain way around them. You act a certain right. way. You shouldn't be partial. You should act, mm-hmm. a, you should act the same way to everyone, which is obedient, loving, but also maybe tough if that's what they need. Mm-hmm. I think there's, I think the false gospel of kindness where Jesus just came to earth to be nice and compassionate is what where this is coming from, at least in Christianity. Which isn't biblical. Right, because Jesus did not come to be nice to you. Like, that was not... Now, do I think that what he accomplished was, do I love it? Am I a fan? Right. Do I think that that was great? Do I appreciate it? I feel great about it. Um, But when you strip down the gospel to Jesus came to be nice and to make all of us nice you inevitably create Christians that are fearful, overly sensitive, easily bothered, standing for nothing, confident in nothing, bold for nothing. Right. I was going to say that's a huge one. Unable to preach the gospel. Unable because they're to, concerned. Unable that, to stand trial. Um, yeah. Constantly offended. Um, why? Because it, that kind of niceness is just rooted in emotion and feeling, and it makes your emotion and feeling the ultimate. Right. And so I think what we have are a bunch of Christians who believe that their ultimate job in their speech and their actions is to please man, to be man pleasers. Right. Um, because if Jesus just came to be nice and compassionate to you and to please you, well, then, yeah, that's what all the rest of us need to do. If we're going to follow Jesus, we just need to be nice man pleasers. Um, it's actually kind of the opposite of, mm, mm, of what Christ did. Thank here. you. <laughs> uh, and these are the same Christians that'll tell you know they'll tell you they'll say things like, "Well, I just no one is going to come to know Jesus." You know the. People are watching. And when they watch you behave like this, they're not going to get to know Jesus. And it's like, if your ultimate standard is people are watching and people are having opinions, instead of God is watching and I'm going to speak and live in such a way where my fear is of the Lord (laughs) and the fact that he is watching, that's my standard. Like God is watching. That's my standard. Um, Also, just if... (laughs) If you feel like we're not being sensitive enough right now as you listen, that is the point. Right. No, that's you the point. There's no, there's no uh, miscommunication. We, if, you, if you're feeling like we're not being sensitive enough right now or considering enough the feelings mm-hmm. of others, then what we're saying is we have a different standard, def- standard, standard and definition yeah. of how Christians are to behave. Certainly yeah. not abusive they're not to be abusive right Right. um but our maybe our definitions of abuse are different yeah (laughs) like uh my ultimate fear is that god is watching not that people are Uh, and god should certainly be it that's well that should terrify all of us (laughs) 
Right. His, All of you listening his, right now. <laughs> his standards are higher. And offending a holy God is much worse than offending a person. Like, let's just, it's a priority. I'm right. not out here to offend a person. And that doesn't mean, oh, it doesn't matter if you offend a person. Well, and also, challenge, let's just get this straight. Challenging a person is not offending them. Having a different opinion is not is not an offense. If right. you consider that an offense, you have gone soft. Right. You really have. And I get right. I get if you are feeling that way and you don't want to be that way, I get it. We are raised in a world to be that. Right. Um so I'm not saying there isn't a temptation yeah. towards it. Yeah. But you have gone soft right. if what I really want to challenge is just the idea of like, oh my goodness, if you say this you might hurt someone's feelings and that being a problem. Right. Because People's feelings are not the standard by which you tell truth. Right. And if that's your priority, then you have lost the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You've lost it entirely. Right. Um, and, you know, people will start to throw out, well, you know, Jesus was, he was meek and mild. But I don't think you know what meek and mild means. If right. you think everywhere Jesus went, there was controversy. Everywhere he went. And the he was chased out of towns with people yeah. trying to kill him. He spoke to groups of people that he knew were going to absolutely reject everything and, that he said. And he said the world <laughs> hated him. Yeah. So your standard isn't the world needs to look at you and think you're great. The world looked at Jesus and wanted to kill him. So if you're not following in that... What are you following? Now, this isn't licensed to just go out and be right. a jerk. But the, at the end of the day, if you're preaching the gospel to those who hate the gospel, you will be the aroma of death. And you have to be okay with that because you would rather fear God than man. And we just we preach this gospel of just sensitivity. How dare you say anything that might offend anyone? Well, because... It's Jesus almost did. It's almost like we're trying to replicate this like God knows us, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in a way and he knows everything. Mm-hmm. It's like we're trying to replicate like being by anticipating the needs and sensitivities of everyone. It's Ugh. like this weird false fake um like knowledge mm. of everything. It's like esoteric knowledge. It's like every- I have this insight. Right. It's how everyone else is going to feel. Right. And I'm always careful. Mm. And so I never, Mm. I always know how to treat people Mm. because I'm super sensitive like that. Mm. Um, (laughs) You're not. (laughs) I I wouldn't be hard to find someone that you know that would tell me, that could tell me of a time you were insensitive. Don't, (laughs) don't. I'm not saying you're a whore. I don't know you. If you're listening to this right now, I don't know right. you by name necessarily. Right. But I'm just saying that if you think of yourself as this person with just this like special ability to be kind to people, right. just know it's not that it's not going to be that hard to find someone who you were unkind no. to. Um, so we d- we also don't need to do this fake virtuous mm-hmm. um, like, oh, well, you know, I just... Um, it, well, it kind of borderlines on the whole, like, I'm an empath type of thing. Like, uh-huh. I have certain... Oh, yes. I have, This totally you know, goes with the empathy discussion. Yeah, right. 100%. Yes. And it's like, oh, see, what I don't think you realize there is that you may have offended another person who's gone through X, Y, and Z. But the point is, it's like, no, if it's true, I don't need to consider 
I don't need right. to. I mean, I can say things. I cannot uh, regulate someone else's emotions. Right. Nor am I responsible for right. regulating someone else's emotions. Right. Like, and I think something I keep coming back to, one of the things I cannot understand about what is the current divide in our culture? And I keep coming back to it just it really starts with your view of man. Do you believe that man is basically good? Right. Or basically evil. And everything I can see comes back to that. And so something that I'm I've really been meditating on a lot is the reality. We are we were not raised our generation in particular was not raised to believe that we live in a difficult world where bad things will happen. We were raised to believe that if that happens, you should be shocked and surprised and nothing bad should ever happen. And as a result of that, it's like we believe that if we have a hard day, this is just unexpected and and everything must be going wrong. Whereas in scripture, it's clearly taught that like the days are evil. You are in a war with the world, the flesh, the devil, and you are engaged in a battle. You live in a place that is very much against you. We live in a fallen world. That reality has to be ever before your eyes in everything that you do. And we live, we cannot face it. And I think we don't want to face death. We don't want to face difficulty. And so part of what we do is we act like nothing should ever happen that might hurt my feelings or well, make no my day difficult. Well, no is actually sin. Right. Sin it's is not really sin. It's sin a Sin is a reaction to trauma or just you right. triggered something in them that forced their sinful behavior. Right. So we wake up and we are surprised and taken off guard right. when we are having to deal with our own internal sin or someone else's we sin. We are aghast when someone just says something <laughs> right. that we don't agree with. What? It's like we live in fantasy land mm-hmm. where none of these things should happen. I remember there was a um, I'm just going to call someone out not my name. <laughs> Great. But there was a guy on in the YouTube thread and just so you know YouTube comments are not like other oh. comments. <laughs> no they're an extra special <laughs> they extra set. Special. They're their own thing. But so we're having some conversation. Oh I remember what the conversation it was. Not going to bring it up because it is a little controversial and that's not actually the topic of the story. But this guy was like I was saying something that he clearly didn't agree with. Right. And what he said in the comments was that big girl needs to stop saying that. So first, my Aren't recommendation. You're the only girl. <laughs> yes, you're the I only am. girl on the set. So right? obviously, he said it. He said "big girl" because he wanted to be insulting. He wanted you to know. My first recommendation for any man listening is: don't <laughs> say anything to any woman ever that you wouldn't say if her husband or father were standing right there. Good rule, it's right? A, that is a good rule. I think I gave. I appreciate oh, that. In the Putnam Put Putney. Pusher, pusher story. I yeah. gave the recommendation that you not touch a woman in public unless you're saving her. So there we go. <laughs> yes, we'll also. we'll make a list at some point of recommendations we make. Um, <laughs> they're very few. I don't how I, to not be a jerk. <laughs> right. One oh one. But anyway, and he was so like. So I'm not gonna say that he was like not being a man because he hurt my feelings or whatever. He said what he wanted to say and it didn't hurt my feelings. But the point is, is that he couldn't 
this man mm. couldn't even hear me say something that he didn't agree with. That he didn't agree with. Without I'm sorry. Being offended. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that is fragile. Yeah. That is fragile beyond yeah. any kind of obedience or faithfulness. Mm-hmm. That is just fragile. That is not a love for the truth. Mm-mm. That is a hatred for someone who's saying what's true. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, uh, we see that all the time, don't we? And honestly, on in the superficial instances where we see it a lot of times on social media, it really is just that I don't like that you said yeah. something. Mm-hmm. That is how fragile mm-hmm. we have become and how sensitive we have become mm-hmm. that people can't even say something that we disagree with without being offended, without us feeling personally offended and broken over it. Yeah. Or we act like a bunch of school moms and we come in and we're like, I'm so offended on behalf of, and it's like not even right. you, right. but you just feel like you need to right. be offended on behalf of, you know, and it's like, you didn't consider this group that you could have been offending. They didn't show up to tell you they were offended, <laughs> right? but let me just tell you how offended they would be if they knew well, and what I think, you had said. I think this is a perversion of a, a good quality in women, which is that we want we want to consider how other people right. feel. We want to protect those that we feel. This is a, that, that is a good feminine quality to be protective of those who aren't maybe strong enough to protect themselves. This is how women you are incredibly good... thoughtful. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. However, when you pervert this and add sin to it, uh, which I think the, the sin here is is the desire to constantly be offended the desire to constantly right. have it's almost like it's being a busybody right. it's like hey i'm going to go ahead and feel the feelings that i think someone else might feel and be offended on behalf of this person it's the love of drama right um and it's yeah, a lack it of it causes division it causes division but it's also a lack of critical thinking because when you do this you're not evaluating what's being said on the basis of truth and logic and God's holy standard you're you're evaluating it on the basis of feelings how might right. someone feel right. you're elevating feelings to a place that they don't belong and a lot of times what women end up doing is making those ungracious assumptions yes. assuming more than is said um, and this is a perversion of our God-given thoughtfulness. It's mm-hmm. a perversion because it eschews logic and it eschews truth. It is, it wrongly assumes other people's motives. And it's something that, fr- quite frankly, I think that we are just addicted to right. doing. Mm-hmm. Well, because this was It's normal as well. Right. Normalized. Right. But then we, yeah, and it that really touches on the whole, like, virtue, like, the virtue part of it mm-hmm. which is that so we take this ungracious assumption and instead mm-hmm. of ungraciously assuming mm-hmm. uh worse of another person mm-hmm. we assume like there's this mentality that we're actually assuming better of them mm-hmm. because like we're protecting them we want to we're we're anticipating that they might be heard and we're protecting and so it, but it's the same thing yeah. an ungracious assumption it's the same thing. It's an assumption. It's it's operating as though something that mm-hmm. you do not actually know is true is, is true. true. And then condemning on the basis of right. that esoteric yes. knowledge that you have access to that no one else did. Maybe right. not even the person who originally said the thing. Right. That you oh, find well, so that's, offensive. You can be applauded now for <laughs> being like, oh, my gosh, thank you for speaking up for my group that I didn't even know I belonged right. to. So I would encourage instead of 
So the next time you come across something and you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm really sensitive to this. I'm just feeling sensitive to this. And maybe you are. Right. My encouragement would be like, instead of just accepting that you are emotional and that you are sensitive and immediately calling sin on someone else's part. Instead, I would just really encourage you to lay your immediate emotional reaction aside and really evaluate. Am I assuming the worst? Am I thinking this through clearly? Is my negative reaction uh, because I'm offended or because of something that is truthful? Do I have to respond this way? Right. And then I want you to consider all the admonitions that are in scripture and the examples we have of Proverbs that describe the righteous person as someone who is bold as a lion, who somebody who does not flee or flinch in the face of adversity. I want you to think about all the admonishments we have to be strong and to be confident. I want you to think about all the times in Acts when we see the apostles going out and preaching and being run out of towns. And I want you to consider their confidence and their complete lack of sensitivity to everyone else's um, hurt feelings. And I want you to know that they were commended by the Lord for their boldness, for their bravery, for their unbotheredness. Um, and in my Bible reading the other day, I read this and I thought this was this is what I want to be. In First Chronicles 22, he says, uh, God says, you will prosper if you are careful to observe the statutes and the ordinances which the Lord commanded Moses concerning Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear nor be dismayed. We shouldn't be fearful that someone else might say something that's going to hurt our feelings. That is not how you uh, be strong and courageous. That's not how we leave behind fear and being dismayed. And if we are careful to observe what God has commanded us, we don't need to live in some sort of fear of constantly offending or you know, or maybe the fear of I don't want to be offended. I'm too sensitive. Right. These are you lose your ability to be bold, to be like the righteous that are confident, that are unshaken, that are set firmly upon the rock when you normalize being fragile. Don't normalize it. That's my hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hot tip. Don't normalize being fragile. I mean, what else is there to say? I Don't t- do it. I could tell them about our friend's podcast. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you guys about our friend's podcast. It's called Redeemed Podcast. So, okay. Here's one of the reasons I'm telling you guys about this is that a lot of people ask us, they're like, what do you, <laughs> at least we get this email a lot. What do you do with your kids? What do you do for your Bible reading? What do you do for your homeschool curriculum? Da, 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 da. All of that to say, um, I hate answering that question because I'm afraid you guys are going to hate it. I'm just like, I don't know. Like what I do with my kids, like it might not work for your kids. And so right. a lot of times I just don't, I don't enjoy answering that question for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, one thing I've been trying to do is teach my kids how to be good listeners. And so this is one way to do it is I'm, I'm listening to a podcast this month that's going through the people in the Reformation. And it's just like five minute, like 
here's the story of William Tyndale. Here's the mm-hmm. story of Jan Hus. It's really good. Anyways, this is going to be another one of those podcasts that's called the Redeemed Podcast. It's a Christian podcast, and it's like dramatized stories inspired by biblical events. Very cool. So the kids are going to be in it. So I'm going to play you guys. This is just a preview. This It's actually like really well produced, unlike our show. <laughs> so take a listen. If you fail and this child from Bethlehem rises up against me, I will hand you and your wife back to Rome to be crucified. That's how serious this is. I will not fail, my king. That's right, Claudius. Only I am your king. Make sure that doesn't change. Now go. Okay. We don't have that level of production. Anyway, that was that was just a conversation between Herod and a military commander. That was a really short clip, but it is like listening to a movie. Anyway, so that's the redeemedpodcast.org, and I recommend it. That's how we, I mean, like, I don't know if you listen to Adventures in Odyssey or like books on tape or whatever, uh-huh. but yes, I have I, a lot of friends growing up that listen to stuff like that, yeah. like Adventures in Odyssey, mm-hmm. like the Redeemed. But yeah. But yeah, there's. I definitely think we should bring that back. Like listening, listening. yes. Matthew and I, uh, we were listening to some books together. Uh, you know, it's a little more, it's a little different now that like right. George is awake, but right, like, and just running around and right. doing everything all the time. But yeah, it was a lot of fun to listen to books together. I have such a hard time listening to books. I need the more, like I need something produced like that. Uh And then I love the streetlights. Never mind. I shouldn't get into that. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, The moral of the story is I'm trying to be a good book listener, Uh but I'm not. Like I need the story or like a music something or like a beat. The one that we listened to, they had, the reader was really good with doing like different voices. They weren't the best. Sure. But, um, sure. But yeah, it does help. And the fact that we would, we like sat, we sat and listened like we would sat sat like we would sit and watch tv <laughs> i think that helped me focus on it a little bit better because okay. fiction is hard to listen to like yeah. if you like if you go away for half a second right you miss something like, wait a minute who's this character right exactly. what are we doing yeah so anyway that's at redeempodcast.org i have a question for you before we leave oh okay because um i've been getting into spotify which i never thought i'd do but it's made me think a lot of things which is, what do you think the best album from the 90s was? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I just need you to quick tell me. Um, I don't <laughs> know the answer to that question. It's your, it's personal. It's a, it's an opinion. It's just an opinion like this. And you know, if you and now, right now that you're asking me that I'm like, I don't blanking. know anything that was released in the 90s. Okay. Well then you have to, Bop. you have to think. <laughs> Hanson no. cannot be your that answer. Was, that was not it. That's not the answer. Um, you can think about it. We you can we can come back to this. Yes, yes. Let's all think about Let's it. Let's all think about what was the best album from the nineties. I have my answer. I'll give it to okay. you. How about this? I'll give you guys my answer next week. And you okay. can in okay. the next episode. And okay. you can too. So now you have to come back and listen to us talk. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have mine off the top of my head, but now I have. Now I, I just have to make really, everybody wait, right? Because I just said that I would. Right. So I could always just play a song. For, no, I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> well, you could have without 
telling but us, everybody but now you told everybody us. Everybody will know what it is. But then everybody would know. Nobody is going to be like, she got us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how I want it to go. But right. anyway. All right. That's it. Hey, you can support us at patreon.com slash theologians or join book club. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 and you guys can buy a t-shirt at shopsheologians.com and we will see you guys next week. See ya.